Welcome to episode 13 of P's and Q's podcast. It's Monday, December 21st. Thanks for joining me, Clay Hansen and Joe. I think we should run around Green Lake in our Speedos. Wesling. what a bad idea, huh? <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> you fucker. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Yeah, we'll make it. We'll make it. Honestly, dude, I don't know. I think um, like the the psyllium fiber has like it might it might be starting to betray me. Like my uh, like my system might be so used to it that I have to like up the ante. I don't know this for sure, but what is a little concerning is if that's the case, I'm 30 years old right now, and so I can't I can't imagine what it's going to be like when I'm like 70, 75, right? Because like fuck. I, I'm I'm already I'm too deep in the game, right? I can't not have it, or else my colon just doesn't know how to like work on its own. So maybe I have to like change like brands or like you know get like the stronger stuff. So maybe it's like your body is adapting and evolving. That's ha- right. Yeah. Oh boy. That I this is all speculation, but that's kind of like how I feel right now because it's like I'm I'm doing everything the same. I haven't really changed my diet or anything. I don't know. Hopefully, this is just like a little bump in the road, but and you know I'll get past it. But it's a little concerning. Right. We're at like DefCon five, right? DefCon Def one. That means like nuclear war is imminent, right? DefCon five. That's like <laughs> it's like it's on the radar. We're gonna try to like you know negotiate this, but yeah, yeah. But you're gonna get through it. Yeah. I That's mean, I don't have an option. Yeah. You know, there's no like I'm not gonna get another colonoscopy. But if you had to, yeah, I mean, if I, ha- I mean, yes, if I have to, I have to, right? Yeah, right. You know, do you ever consider getting a bidet? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Actually, I do want to ask you about this. So, uh, how do bidets work? B- and because here's this is my thing. I've been to one hotel before ever in my life that had it was just like the toilet, and then it was like a bidet next to it. This was in Canada, so very you know basically Europe. So what I don't understand is like. Do you like go take a shit and then do you get up and then sit? Because it looked like another toilet, but with like a basically just like a faucet coming straight out of it. So do you take a shit and then waddle over to the other bidet and then <laughs> waddle back? Or like, like I'm serious, I don't know. Like, waddle. or do you give it like a like a courtesy wipe and then go over and then call it? Like, what's the what's kind of like the um, like the etiquette? Yeah, I think that a true. A bidet user probably doesn't actually like they don't fuck with um like pre wiping or anything like that. They just uh they just waddle over and then have a jet stream go up their asshole and then that's it. Especially if you've, like, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, to me, that seems more wild than just using toilet paper. Because it's like, if I shit, like, I don't want to, I don't want to get up with a dirty ass. Yeah, it's No gross. one does. No one does. Like, not, like, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's foul. It's, it's pretty gross. And, like, the whole idea of um, having the water shoot up and cleaning your asshole yeah. And then the poop water goes back down into the bowl. I don't understand. And then where does that water go? I don't know. Because, like, the <clears throat> I, like I didn't use the bidet basically out of, like, just lack of I, – like, I don't know the etiquette. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. But I remember looking at it. I was like, I don't know about this. Like, I'm not going to just – I'm not going to just, you know, do a test run without, like, being – told like you know they'll do this and then do that yeah some poor housekeeper comes in and is like oh dude there's so much shit in the bidet yeah yeah i don't know i don't know the like the rules because it it's at, fucking savage yeah 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 it's just like oh you american yeah. like that would that would be like my guess well because they have the toto washlet which is actually an attachment that goes onto your toilet and then the poop shoots off your butthole into the water that makes sense and that gets flushed with the poop in the to- well not the toilet paper. Right, right. It's probably great for the environment. For sure. I mean, I guess actually whatever you really 
if you think water or paper is more imper- important. Yeah. Well, th- this is my other thing, though, is like, so let's say, you know, you use that Toto, like a, a bidet thing. Yeah. You, so you're still going to have, like, wetness in your ass cheeks. You're going to want to dry that you off. You have to dry it off. Yeah, yeah, you don't want, like, I mean, like a sweaty ass crack or, like, you Gross. know, just like. Exactly. Well, so there must be some sort of using of the toilet paper, unless people are just going in wet and they don't even care. Well, and, an, and another thing I think about that, too, is, like, after, okay, so let's say you use the bidet. Yeah. You blow out your a-hole. Mm-hmm. It's wet, but it's clean. Right. Clean as a whistle. You can't use toilet paper on, like, a wet thing like that because it'll just break up in your butthole right so what there, do you do uh, there's really no win and i like here's the thing we genuinely don't know right like this is like a serious like we we don't know like what the move is right so yeah because you don't want that like you know just break it away just like little you know whatever just marinating in your ass crack right that's foul because then that would fall i mean yes yeah, it's, it's kind of a lose-lose i mean when you really think about it what you're doing is you're cleaning shit out of your ass. So there's no, no one's really happy about clean it. way to do it. I believe that bidets were probably invented, I'm assuming, by the by the French. Just by the I mean, name of yeah, it, I would yeah, assume by the French. Sure. And it's because there was like some uptight French people back in the 1300s. Well, no, 1300s. <laughs> yeah. Running water? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, maybe like the early 1900s, they're like, I'm not going to wipe my ass. Gross. Well, when was... Like, this is a dumb question, but when was toilet paper even invented? Because, well, like, I mean, it's obviously been around since, like, our grandparents, uh, probably great-grandparents, right? 1857. Oh, no. What did people do before? Probably just squatted outside, said, fuck it. Yeah, so here we go. Wait, when was it? 1875? 1875 paper became Dang. widely available in the 15th century, but in the Western world, modern commercially available toilet paper didn't originate until 1857 when Joseph Gayetti of New York marketed a medicated paper for the water closet, which is the toilet. Oh, yeah. And he sold packages of 500 sheets for 50 cents. Guy's a mogul. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, so good for you because it's actually surprising when paper is available in the 15th century that it took to the 18th century, right? That's the, what, the 19th century. 19th so, century. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's because it's so one that's of the, like, right. Yeah, yeah. So that's like 400 years. So it took 400 years for something to be like, oh, I'm so tired <laughs> of wiping my ass with my bare hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A guy in New York had to be like, I know how to fix that. Yeah. 400 years of just dirty asses. Yeah. Medicated paper for the water closet. Yeah. As everyone knows. Obviously. God. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, have you have you ever used a bidet or come across one? No, no, I've I've uh, I believe that there was one in a hotel that I saw once. I think yeah. I feel like I can. I've never used one for sure. I've right, right, one. right. Um, and I think it would probably be very like very similar to the way that you um, strategized around seeing a bidet for the first time. It's like I don't want to ruin somebody's like. No. Because I'm overly cautious when it comes to going to, like, hotels or restaurants. When somebody is, like, serving me or, yeah. like, taking care of me. Yeah. You don't be disrespectful. I'm super, like, my bath, like, my hotel room is generally pretty clean. Right. I don't put my clothes away in the drawers like a psychopath. Like, I keep <laughs> all my shit inside of yeah. my bag. Yeah. But what I will say is, like, I keep it squared away. Right, right, right. I don't make my bed. No, but no, no, I don't no, no, like no. I don't like having a tight bed at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because You're not gonna I trash put, it. Yeah, I put the sheet and the comforter between my legs when I sleep at night. Yeah, and when they do that ultra like hard tuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's gotta like, go. I have to immediately pull that out before mm-hmm. I even lay down in the bed. That's not even something I just pull up while I'm laying down. It's like I'll stand up to make this easier and just rip all the stuff out. Those are actually two moves that I've learned from you. Because, like, when we were playing hockey and we stayed in, like, those hotels together, you were the first to show me, like, oh, pull. I think we were probably in, like, seventh grade or yeah. something. And you pulled all of the sheets off to, like, like the thin sheet, whatever that – Yeah. Whatever. Um, like, you pulled that off, and I was like, oh, this is a genius move. Because yeah. before I was just, like, a sarcophagus, like, coffin style, just, like, <laughs> pinned down, which was, like, not cool. But then also the pillow in between your knees, yeah. I will not – lay on my side without a pillow or something in there because like the knees touching no good the grossest feeling it, i 
before you showed me that, I had never thought of it. But then yeah. afterwards, it's like you can't unsee something. Right. right. So, yeah. So those are two things that I do because of you. Right. Right. So thank yeah, you. That, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm like, I got that. And then peeling the bottom of a cupcake off and putting it on top of the cupcake. That one's to weird. make a cupcake sandwich. That one's it's it's just a very specific. That's just, that's just a you thing. No, I've, it's not. I've never, ever in my. So can you explain to people like what you're talking about? OK, Because so, it's weird. OK, it's not weird. It's not weird. So imagine a cupcake. Right. You have the cake, which is a small cylinder with like a mushroom head on top. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, there's icing. Yeah. When you bite into one of those, typically icing will get onto your lip or touch your nose. You have to be very like gentle about the way you eat a cupcake. It's almost the reason I stopped eating cupcakes for such a long time. Yeah. Then one day I peeled the bottom of the cupcake off because it breaks off perfectly. It's always flat. Yeah. It's fluffier than the top. And then I just put that on top and sandwiched the icing between the muffin top and the bottom of the cupcake with the icing in the middle. Yeah. And then I can just eat it like a little sandwich. It's not weird. It's genius is what it is. I mean, it's you might be onto something. I'm just saying I have never seen anyone do that in real life. I've never seen it on TV. I've never... It's just never occurred, I don't think, in nature until you came ac- across and just... It's like that episode of Seinfeld. Where she's like, I don't like the bottom of the muffins. I just like the muffin tops. And it was like a funny thing back in the in the nineties when that episode came out. Yeah. Bet your fucking dick you can go to Starbucks right now and get a muffin top. Yeah. Why don't they just do that? They do. No, no, but like why don't they just only do that? Oh, and just not have muffins have the like, Everyone likes people, the top better. Somebody likes the bottom though. No one no one fucks with just the bottom and then leaves the top for later. Psychopath. If they if you meet a person who does that, get away from him. Yeah, definitely. Get Leave out of there. Leave them alone. Yeah. They're they're bidet using motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Big league. Yeah. Do you know who probably uh well probably doesn't fuck with muffins, period. I read about uh our girl Ellen. Ellen, like DeGeneres? Yeah. Her show oh, her show is like failing miserably. Wait, okay. So I don't know like the background of this, but I I know that like there there's people like saying that she was like really mean or something and then all of a sudden yeah. like she had to like apologize. Yeah. What did she do? So Ellen went there was a bunch of accusations of her treating um treating her employees and guests on the show like shit and just kind of being like an overall like cunty person. Yeah. And then it all started with this guy who tweeted out. He was like, I'll give $5 to each person who worked for the Ellen DeGeneres show uh, that can give me a shitty story about Ellen and hundreds of people. Like, literally hundreds of people tweeted at him. They were like, I only worked there for four months. She was the biggest fucking bitch I've ever met. And the big issue with it is that she, um, her whole thing with the Ellen DeGeneres show is, like, promoting, like, being kind to one another and, like, being nice and dancing around. around, Yeah, and just having, like, a gay old time and just basically being the nicest person yeah and she's always goofing she's always got pranks she's doing and everything's funny and like everyone in her audience is always getting a car or a trip to fucking hollywood or yeah just all this crazy shit well it turns out that her and like her staff like her her long time like her senior staff were super fucked up to people and like one of the main producers there was uh, a homosexual guy would be like overly aggressive to like other guys that worked there like sexually harassing them yeah yeah he would yeah i guess one of them said at a christmas party he like pinned him into a closet and was like pull your cock out or else i'm gonna get you fired no way yeah so this is one of ellen's like boys yeah like a like a 15 year employee dang yeah so that's fucked up right so all of this comes out and then ellen like issues this crazy half-ass apology where she doesn't actually say sorry she basically she basically she basically admits to doing it like 
in in a back ass word way. She's and she's like, I just need to be better about this. We're gonna be better about this. We're promoting. She like tried to like you know muscle up some tears. That didn't work. Oh no. She like at one point she called Steve Jobs and like complained about her iPhone. What? Like that was like one of the things that she or like maybe it wasn't Steve Jobs. Maybe it was like some other guy at Apple, but. Um, she's overall, like, not, like, a great boss. Bummer. Yeah. Not, like, it's pretty good in, like, the sense of, I feel like if there is, like, a bunch of people who are on her back for, like, cancel culture. Yeah, yeah. Like, everybody who is, like, most people who are diehard Ellen fans. Yeah. Are also the ones who are, like, you can't say, like. You can't say those words. Those aren't. Those are not good. Yeah, the ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the ones who are like trying to strike up alleg- allegations against people that are just are abundantly untrue. Right, right, know? dude. Isn't that always the case though? That like the nicest people or like the nicest like on on uh, you know television or whatever are mm-hmm. actually shitbirds. Like, right. Like Bill Cosby or like uh, like America's the very, favorite like, dad. Yeah, like the very like clean cut. Like oh yeah, haha. We're just dancing around, having a good time. But it's like in real life, they're just shitbirds. Right. Yeah. That, right. I feel like that's always – that just seems to be like more the case than not. It it 100% usually is that. Yeah. And so it's, it's definitely – there's a part of me that's like super, super intrigued and like pretty happy to see like the cancel culture eat itself. Right, right, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Like the snake eating its tail. It's it's like um uh like they're showing no mercy to anyone. Like they're not protecting anyone, everyone's getting it. Right. Yeah. Right. And so the newest season of Ellen started after this is like a couple months after her like super bullshit apology. And this is in the middle of COVID. Everything's really shitty. I haven't watched the show uh, for a very long time, but I think she's doing it virtually and like honoring our frontline workers and the heroes and shit like that. Yeah. But she is having, so one of her employees who remained anonymous is apparently like came out to, I want to say Buzzfeed, I think it was like, yo, uh, the talent director at Ellen cannot get a single celebrity to be on our show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because... But it's poisonous. Well, and that's the thing is that if if you have if you have a show <clears throat> or a thing like that that's been snake bit... Yeah. It's over. Good luck, man. Because it's over. Because yeah, coming back from that's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. You know, and so you have the publicist for an A-list celebrity being like, hey, Ellen's show reached out to us, wanted to see if we wanted to be on for like the holiday special. I don't think we should do it. Right. Because you don't want to be associated to her, especially since Ellen didn't come out once and go, all of that is bullshit. None of that is true. Yeah. Like, she was like, you copy. Talk to my employees. They're fucking, they love working here. Yeah. You know, and it really, it shows a lot that she only has like, out of a 15 year show, she's only got like four or five long ride people right right you know like 15 years yeah like like to put it into perspective for you the company that i work for it's completely different realm not even the same thing as what ellen does we have probably a like probably 50 percent more employees because it's like a you know whatever right 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 we have not one or two we have handfuls of people that have worked at my company for 40 plus years right like lots of them yeah yeah i've been there for eight years and i'm like a fucking minnow right right yeah you're the new guy right the turnaround the turnover at ellen's show is like once every six months i mean hundreds of people that means in the course of 15 years there was hundreds of people who were like reading this guy's tweet and was like yeah ready on this ready to do it yeah dang so that just kind of it just shows you you know fuck so do you think this is going to be the last season i would i would assume this is where she hangs it up i mean coming back from that is it's it's a tough road ahead right yeah it's also 15 year run i mean you've been on the block a while yeah you can hang it up it's just fine. accept it just take the l it's all right you're still yeah. ellen yeah but 
that uh what's it called the the chrono the the adrenochrome it's an expensive drug so what the adrenochrome the adrenaline that you get from the the children they they kill what are you talking that's a conspiracy Oh, <laughs> I should have known. I should have I known that. Oh. All right. What's the conspiracy? Oh, actually, if you want to get into it, I mean. I mean, like we might as well. Yeah, we're here. We're here. We're here. So basically, there's this. There's the, the conspiracy theory that there's like Hollywood elite, right? Okay. And um, one of the things that was like trending in like the conspiracy world is that a lot of celebrities were going through adrenochrome withdrawal um during the beginning stages of like covid so when everyone was locked down for like two weeks or whatever like a lot of celebrities were like instagramming videos and shit for the world to see right and a lot of them were acting super super fucking weird right so the one that was really, really weird was Ellen because she – God, there's such – there's such, like, a long list of things that she did on her Instagram that the conspiracy people just, like, latched onto. But right. They were saying that her, like, super sporadic uh, behavior was because she had an adrenochrome withdrawal, which essentially means that uh, Hollywood elite take children – that are homeless or lost and they kill them and then drink the adrenaline from their blood. And it like gives them like the power of like a limitless person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, real quick is, uh, what is it called? Adrenochrome? Adrenochrome. Adre- okay. Um, is that a real thing? That, that is a real thing. It like it's a you have an adrenaline gr- gland that pumps out. Okay, so that's like what the like the, is that like what like adrenaline is? Yeah. Okay. 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 So the theory is they're picking up homeless and lost people, like a lost kid at like a supermarket, and just sucking them dry for this, or yeah, the adrenochrome fountain of youth, the uh. satanic fountain of youth. That's on Amazon. Amazon's just slanging it Um, I feel like I'll spend too much time Looking for the uh, Hollywood Elite Where do you find these conspiracy theories by the way Because you have a lot of them um, This These ones These ones came at the beginning of COVID When I still had a Reddit account and, like, they have the oh, Reddit conspiracies. Yeah. And I was reading them because it was just, like, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Know? And I read this one, and goddamn, here's the deal. <laughs> is that I know it's not true. Right. But there are some legitimately creative minds in the conspiracy theory community that can really, really piece together a super convincing, like super convincing story. Like you would almost be like a fun, like fiction movie. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But this one on Ellen, uh, it got me going a little bit. And I feel like if you and I actually started talking about this, um, you're really just too close minded. <laughs> Yeah, that's my problem. <laughs> You're too close-minded to actually like listen to it. Right, right, right. So it's just a, uh, it's like walking into a brick wall. Right. Know, I'm go- I'm not going anywhere. With right, it. right, right. I'm the bad guy here. Do you, is, is there any that like you came across where you're like you like started to buy into it and then you kind of felt yourself getting like too deep in the game? That's why I got off Reddit. No way. Yeah. That's the reason. Yeah, for sure. Be- I I got off Reddit because some of these conspiracies were just like almost a little too real. Did you ever consider just maybe not looking at the conspiracy theory page? No, it became like an addiction. Oh. It became like my like cuz okay, so millions like, of pages. I yeah, and I love like I love scary movies. For sure. I love like feeling uncomfortable by fear. Okay. Kinda I weird. hate it, but I love it. All you know right. what I'm saying? Like I hate haunted houses. Yeah. But I would love to go through one. 
Right, right, You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I'm like, oh, God. But when I'm done, I'm like, God, that was great. Yeah. So it started out. It started out, and I was um, I was reading amateur horror stories on Reddit. It's okay. called No Sleep. So it's basically like, it's basically a Reddit community that's dedicated to people like writing these like pretty terrifying short stories that people read before they go to bed. Oh, that it's, sounds awful. Yeah, so I was reading these and I was like, you know, they were pretty good. There was definitely like some definitely some like really scary ones. Yeah. Right, but then I was going through the comments of this one and somebody was like, "You want us to read a fucking scary story? Go over to the Go over to the conspiracy subreddit. And I was like, bingo. Yeah. And I went over to it and I was reading it. And I was like, oof, these are like pretty rough. Like that's the one that like exposed Tom Hanks as like a petter ass. And, uh, and you know, honestly, I can't look at Tom Hanks normally now. Dude, because I have it like stamped in my brain. I know he's not a petter ass. Yeah. But there's a part of my brain that cannot let go of the fact that what if he is? That, here's the thing. If if Tom Hanks came out to be like a fucked up person, because he's like he's another guy who's just like an absolute sweetheart. Everyone yeah. everyone fucking loves Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's been to Epstein For, Island, but continue. Uh, like <clears throat> really? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But everyone a lot loves of those him. people have. Yeah, but like if if it comes out that he did like a bunch of fucked up things, that'd be so disappointing. Disappointing as hell. It would just be like so. It's just like ugh. But Fuck then, man. at the same time, if he hasn't done any of those things, to a pretty large uh, community of people, his entire image, like, his whole legacy is tarnished. Oh, that, that's what I'm saying. Because like, of, like, this conspiracy guy. These conspiracy yeah. guys, if you have somebody who's, like, legit into conspiracies, like, the Tom Hanks being a pedophile, like, addicted to adrenochrome is, like, the tip of the iceberg. Right, 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 right. Like, their whole thing is, like, they're, like, oh, all you all you sheep, or which, what you and I are, we're the sheep that just right. follow the herd. Mm-hmm. We're sheep. For sure. These are the same people, by the way, who think that the, the COVID test, yeah. they're, they're poking a fucking small microchip onto your brain. Oh, okay. Okay, well, so I've had multiple COVID tests, so does that mean I have multiple microchips on my brain? So what are the okay? We're we're getting a little lost in the sauce, and I kind of want I want to stick with this. Yeah. So, uh, the microchips in the like who's putting them in there, and what are they doing? What do they do? Right. So, you know, because we already carry phones around, and like they can already track you. Like if I say something about like bow and arrows or something, which I don't know what a bow and arrow. Probably tomorrow, like when I'm at work, I'll see some advertisements for like, hey, you want a fucking bow and arrow, dude? I don't want a bow and arrow. The episode that we did with Sam. Yeah. I didn't use my phone or anything hmm? for any of that. Yeah. Uh, for the next, like, four days, Spotify, because I just put Spotify on shuffle when I'm working. Right. Every other song was a Sam Shaw song. Yeah. Every other fucking song. Like, I remember you... What was it that we watched? It was The like Gorilla S- Bow. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was, like, that showed up, but there was also a thing that you were watching. We were watching something at your house, and you had mentioned this like TV show that like I had never heard of, and then on my YouTube feed it was like bloopers from that TV show the next day. Which right. I had not looked. I can't remember the fucking name of the show, but it was one of those things where I was like, "It's so obvious that they're like now this is might be conspiracy, but they it's are not listening. a conspiracy. It's like this is yeah. It's like a fucking weird coincidence. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I, who was it? Because I I used to like I used to bust your balls and Greg Gigax about putting the fucking tape over your. Your forward-facing camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, the government's, like, watching you. And then I was talking to you about it. And you were like, okay, well, check this out. And you you pulled up a picture of, like, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. His has a piece of tape over. And you're like, okay, so if that real-ass guy, like... if The company that I work for, they tell you to put tape over your camera. Like, as an employee, you're instructed to do that. They're like, put the the tape over, because... You know, but just like by mistake or whatever, like people can fucking watch you. Yeah. Like, I don't know how like the wizardry works, but like they like when our managers and stuff are like, do this. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Now I'm looking at the camera on my computer. Oh, you don't have tape over it? No. 
the guy believes in adrenochrome Tom Hanks butt fucking kids. But <laughs> someone, someone tuning into his camera. That's crazy. That's Fuck madness. <laughs> like, okay, well, you know. Um, but yeah, well, that's pretty. Uh, so was that like the, was that the last time that like you dipped into a conspiracy theory on Reddit? Um, or like, do you have any other like side conspiracy theory sites that you go to, like no, sneaking? No, I don't know. I don't know like a conspiracy like theory site. Reddit, okay, okay. Reddit was that point. Right, 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 right. Without Reddit, I don't have it, and it's just like not. So you just cut it. I do appreciate you just like cutting it off like a Sicilian. You're just like, you know what? I'm getting too. It. I'm too involved. I'm out. It's the same thing I did with Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, you know, just, like it's over. we, you run our Instagram for P's and Q's podcast. Which is insane, and you're doing a great job. Thanks, dude. Um, but I just stopped because, you know, like I had that art Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Art Which is dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, cool. Uh, <laughs> really good. Uh, I appreciate it. Whatever. Thank you. Um, I had this art Instagram, and I would have a good feeling about like a piece that I would finish. Right. And granted I put like six or seven hours into one drawing, you know, like a good amount of my own personal time into this. And then I would post it to Instagram and I would think to myself, like this thing is going to like gain some traction. People are going to start asking me for prints. This is sick. Yeah. Like these are, these are, this is like one of my best drawings I've ever done. Yeah. And, you know, the same 25 or 30 people would like it. And it was just constant. And I was like, why am I wasting my time with any of this shit? And and so basically in my life, like anything that like makes me feel bad. Right. I just get rid of it. It's a good move. Yeah. It's a good move. I don't have time for that. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't have time for bad feelings. Right. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. Yeah. Um, and I had one. That actually made me feel really like a really, really good feeling. Yeah. Uh, a guy that I work with, <clears throat> he's the definition of a hardo. When, so I work on like, I, I basically work in the ghetto. Yeah. Fourth Ave South, it's just a shithole. There's homeless people everywhere. Yeah. I'll post a video. There's a guy. The dude smoking crack? There was that a guy you sent me that video? literally smoking crack yeah, yeah, yeah. five feet from me. Yeah. Like, yeah. There was a, a wall and a window in between me and a guy smoking crack. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? He was having a good time. Dude, he took a deep one on that thing and just blew it out and then just sped walked. Oh, away. for sure. I was like, that's crazy. He I was rocking just watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy, I'm not going to say his name. I don't think he'll ever listen to this, but just I'm just not going to say his name. So, when the heavy rescue firefighters go by, like on 4th Avenue, like the big, big-ass heavy rescue truck. So, it's when, like, real shit goes down, like car accidents and Oh, fires, okay. Got, like yeah, got you, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He'll, he'll like, like a dog chasing a siren. He's like, the heavies are out, and he'll run out into the yard. The heavies, yeah. He's a hardo. So, today he came into the office, and he started talking to us and he goes man you remember that guy from that one company uh i feel really bad for him which is crazy for him to say because he doesn't feel bad for anybody like he loves chaos covid gives him a boner of course he loves the heavies so yeah he's a prepper for sure okay it talks about all the guns he has he's he's that guy Mm. and he was talking about this guy whose wife was feeling weird for like four years and they were like um you have, uh, what's that, vertigo. Mm. You have vertigo. That's all it is. And then she was like, I feel like it's not. And then finally she was like, I want to get a CAT scan. She had like a golf ball-sized tumor in her brain. Oh, right? fuck. And so they took it out. And now like her arm's fucked up and like half of her face is a little fucked up. Right? Yeah. She's alive though? She's alive, yeah. I don't, Pretty good. I've never met her before and I don't know the guy he's talking about. So oh, okay. I don't really care. Oh, fair enough. But uh, I was like, doesn't it? Like, it, if you have a headache for a month straight, don't you just naturally eat the cost of a CAT scan and just go get it done? You don't let mm-hmm. that last for four years. No. Like, it feels like my brain is floating. Right. I'm going to just accept the fact that they're like, you have vertigo. Just 
clean your ears better. No, yeah. Yeah, right. Like, I'm going to a specialist, and we'll be like, there's something going on. Yeah. You know, my like, so this guy goes, yeah, you know what scares me the most in my entire life? And I, like a smart, like a smart ass, I go, spiders? <laughs> and he goes, no, headaches. And I was like, what? And he goes, I've never had one. He's like 55 years old. He goes, I've never had a headache. Mm, sir. You see why that makes yeah. me feel happy? <laughs> yeah, sir. That's Yeah, you've had a headache before. <laughs> you, yeah. And then I was like, well, then you've obviously never had a concussion. He goes, no, I've had a concussion. Never had a headache. Okay. And I was like. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what? So for him, like his definition of a headache, he's like, that muscle in between my ears hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The muscle like, in between my ears is sore. <laughs> yeah. Like, what What do you mean you've never had a headache, but you have had a concussion? Yeah. yeah he's like, like how, would you, a... how would you know that you had a concussion if your head didn't hurt? Right. Well, you're he said like... he, he got knocked out playing football, but he never got a headache from it. Oh, maybe it just went straight to it, just shaved a couple years off his life pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, a they're the worst, but also when you think, because he's also he's he's definitely an odd duck. He's very he's a very very fucking weird guy. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's just surprising to me um, that when you think of like what a miracle life is, as far as like from a man cuming to a woman giving birth, right? Like from the start to finish. Yeah. It's a miracle that a dipshit like this lived so long. Right. How old is he? Roughly. Like I would say like 55, 56. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that he's just he's pushed through this long. God, I love that he made it. Yeah. To begin with. That he made it out. Right. Like, well, because have you ever seen, did you ever see that video of the, um, like the woman's, it's basically a 3D rendering of the woman's body attacking sperm as yeah. it comes in? Yeah, you sent me that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is pretty wild. It's like you start, like when you dump a nut, it's roughly 250 million sperm. Yeah. And, like, they get through, and by the time they get to the egg, right. there's 20 left. Right. It's kind of like an animal, like, version of war. Or, like, like, like medieval war, you know? Right. And it was just, like, dudes just like, hey, we got some fucking really long knives. You guys got some long knives and some spears and some shields. Let's fucking do this. Let's do and it. Like, yeah. And it's just like, well, good luck. Yeah. But, like, in more of, like, an animalistic version of just, like, we're going to eat you. And, like... Right. It's kind of like sharks and minnows, but like a much higher stakes, you know? Like it's like a lot like higher stakes. Like the consequences of losing sharks and minnows, you're like, nah, well, you're out. I'm out. Yeah. Whereas yeah. it's like, if you win, it's like, whoa, we we got we got a human on the way. Yeah. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's... I know that oh too well. Oh yes, you do, Times sir. Times two. Yeah. Yeah. Utah, make it two. Yeah. But it's actually it's so. Uh... It's pretty wild. It's it's gonna little get a little gushy here. It's pretty wild watching my kids grow up. It's like fucking nuts. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, it's yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah, the best. Yeah, my yeah. son Bo screamed dad at today and then bit my stomach. Well, that's what you get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why did I deserve this? Yeah. What did I do? Yeah. Um. So this is just like a very very random uh, change of topics, but I wanted to bring this up to you. No segue. Let's go. <clears throat> no segue. No, none needed. So you and I have had this conversation before. I've actually had this with like a lot of people, and I want to get like uh, like the viewers kind of like response on this. Okay. So <clears throat> you know, uh, you know, like dogs at the pound, right? Yeah. So oh, I want to preface this too. Up until probably two or three years ago, I thought all dogs came from the pound. Like, I didn't know that there was breeders. Like, even puppies. Yeah, yeah, I just thought that they were... I thought, like, if you got a German Shepherd or something, you just got it from the pound. Like, you got lucky one day. I didn't realize that there was people who specifically... Just a breed. $3,500 purebred German I had no... I, I just didn't know. Like, I didn't... Like, because I, you know, never had a dog before. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so, but what I do know is that, like, if they have a dog for, uh, you know, might be, like, older or, like, whatever, it's not getting picked up. They just euthanize it. Right. right? Now, hear me out, and just – this isn't me being fucked up. This is a genuine thing. Why don't they just take those dogs? So let's say there's, I don't know, fucking 10 dogs being killed that day, right? Yeah. And five of them are like, you know, medium to like big size, right? Like yeah. if it's like a little chihuahua or something small, those are going to get gassed in the wild. What I'm saying is like why can't you just take those five dogs, like semi-big dogs, mm -hmm. that they'd be like a pack or whatever – 
and then just like release him to the wild and then just kind of like hedge your bets, you know, not like don't like bet on him like a psychopath, right. but like release him to the wild, like give him a chance. Like what if they thrive? What if they go and they like make more new kind of, you know, dogs? Well, Joe, like, you know, you know what and I mean? you're being serious. It's a hundred percent because here's the thing. If you euthanize them, they're guaranteed going to die. Why not give them a bit of a chance? You have like, you know, th- maybe three, I don't even know like dog breeds, but like, you know, like maybe 20 to 30 pound. I'll shut so- you down right Solid there. hefty ones. So you get 10 of them? your heart is in the right place. Yeah. It is. Because your whole thought is like, at least give them a shot. Yeah, give them a shot. Okay. But that's literally how like... A, a pack of wild dogs would assemble. And a pack of wild dogs would fuck humans up. So if you let 10 go from one place in a day, so let's say, let's just say, like, let's make the math easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say there's 100 pounds that are going to put down 10 dogs apiece in Seattle. Okay. Right? Okay. It's 1,000 dogs. Okay. That you release into the wild. Right. To fend for themselves. Yeah. So you're assuming that, like, if they don't get, like, hit by a car or eaten by a bear? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, you know. Put they just the go woods. go into the woods. What if, like, a, like a, because you know how, like, there's, <clears throat> like, some people are like, oh, like, we need to have, like, wolves back in, like, woods or whatever. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? So here's what would end up happening, Joe. Yeah. Is let's just, okay, so my cat, a thousand dogs get released into the woods. Yeah. What, in one day. So a thousand more the next day, and a thousand more the well, next. Well, yeah, it's, I mean it'll be staggered and, a little bit, right? And that's that's year round. That's a lot of dogs. In fifty one states. Now that you say it like that, I I can see um, like a road of um, potential dangers because then there would be literally hundreds of thousands of wild dogs. And not only would they be going out into the woods, they'd be breeding and making more. And then there would be a generation of dogs that <laughs> that were bred in the wild and are 100% lethal wild dogs. That would end up killing the first generation of wild dogs. And then you would just have packs of wild dogs. That would run down from the Cascades and just ransack Olympia. Yeah, now that you put it that way, I didn't really think. I was thinking more of like, you know, maybe release like 10. Again, 10 to 15. Like I said, your heart <laughs> is in the right place because you're thinking of like, that's that's sad that they had put a dog Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. It's just like, well, don't kill it. it. Give it a shot. the only option. Yeah, yeah. If no one's going to rescue it, you can't just release a bunch of dogs into the wild and be like, congratulations. Don't come back to the city, though. I mean, I'm saying, t- I'm saying, take them far out, you know? Because they like, would make their way back. I saw three coyotes at Northgate two days ago, yeah. and those things start out in the woods, yeah. and then make their way. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a good. Again, I don't have a good rebuttal for this. Your heart's in the right place. There's no rebuttal. That is right. what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all good. Yeah, because I'm sure probably someone else thought of this too, huh? Like some. Probably not. Yeah. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, no, the thing is, is it's not that you're, you're not really far off. It's just, you have to think of, like, unless you put them onto an island. No. You could dump them off in some island, but then that island would be a fucking terrifying place to go. Yeah. And they'd probably, like, fuck with, like, other, you know... Creatures doing their thing. I feel like from an evolutionary standpoint, uh, a dog could probably revert back to its old ways pretty quickly, too. Right. So, like I said, like, let's just say, let's just say 10,000 as a social experiment. Right. Let's just see if this works. So we don't have to put down so many dogs. Right, right, right. And they let 10,000 out and they put them like deep, deep, deep in the Cascades. Like across the country or just in the Cascades? Let's just say just for this one particular okay. experience. They, they knock them all out. They take a fucking 53-foot trailer and just dump 10,000 dogs out in the woods. Yeah, yeah. Let's say 
not even half. Let's just say a quarter a quarter of them survive. Right. So just twenty five hundred dogs or whatever that is. I'm not a math guy, but let's just say it's twenty. Yeah. Let's say two thousand of these dogs. Yeah. Let's say two thousand of these dogs survive. Okay. Okay. Those dogs are going to make more dogs. Right. Right. That next generation of dog is going to be wild dogs, and they're going to be brutal. Because they're yeah, like... Yeah, I guess so. They're basically going to be like a smaller coyote, but they're going to be hybrids because they're going to be like like smarter. I, I believe that they would just be smarter because they're like a domesticated... They have a domesticated dog brain. Right. So they have hundreds and hundreds thousands of years of like evolutionary shit where it's like they understand certain things that they can do i mean some of the stories you hear about dogs like saving their owners from like burning buildings that's right. real yeah 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 a fucking coyote or or a wolf is not going to do that we still have people who are studying coyotes and wolves trying to figure out like what makes them tick because they're wild dogs right now we're just introducing an entire new species of wild dog to the land yeah right and so true the next generation is going to be super smart and they're going to be fucking mean it'll be like kind of like a like a little like planet of the apes scenario almost where they're like because then when they get to humans a human would see it and be like that's just a dog and they might even approach the human pretending like it's a nice thing and then oh, fucking gas the human like a trojan horse kind of like uh-huh. a, like a oh scenario. yeah come pet my snout yeah Yagosh. yeah Hmm. All right. Well, I'll come back. You know what? I'll come back to this idea. We'll table it. We'll table it. Yeah. We'll yeah. We'll think it. about it. Because honestly, like I thought that I was going to have some like groundbreaking, you know, like someone was going to hear this and be like, oh, yeah, we should petition to do this. Just release the dogs. Yeah. And then you just you went ahead and just shut it down. Now, one thing that I did think about is for cats is you should just release cats into the city because it would really, really, really help with the rat problem. Definitely. And cats... Pigeons, like, hopefully, too. The th- yeah. The thing is, is for me, is let's say, a, like, let's just say, like, a 40-pound a wild dog comes at you. That thing's going to fuck you up, right? Yeah. At the biggest, a cat, like, that's been released in to the wild and has done the same thing we just talked about that dogs do, at the very worst, a cat's only going to be, like, 12 pounds yeah so if it tries to get after you you stomp it right right or kick it yeah or if it's like really getting after you and it's like clawing up your leg or something you grab it by its stupid little neck and break it do you they're tiny little animals but they would fuck up rats definitely and rats are an actual problem yeah absolutely rats are disgusting do you think that like so let's say like we're releasing cats now do they eventually like grow into big like do they become like i don't know bobcats or like like i don't know they would have to like or like like thousands of years maybe thousands of years yeah because they'd have to they'd have to like they'd have to fuck something bigger to make a species like so if it's a bunch of calicos just fucking each other and becoming wild calicos it's like there's a wild cat so where my mom grew up in westport washington there's this huge famous jetty which is essentially where all the boats park and this gigantic rock wall in between the, the city and the ocean. Okay. Hundreds of cats live in this rock wall. They're called the jetty cats. And they're, they're like domestic cats. No, they're feral cats. Oh, oh, feral. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. They're feral cats and they're fucking crazy, but they've always been about the same size and you know, people leave cans of food and shit for them every once in a while, but it's kind of a known thing where it's like, don't try and grab a jetty cat. They'll fuck you up. They'll fuck you up. But as much as like a cat will. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You know, it's not like saying, hey, go try and catch that coyote because a coyote will fucking bite your jugular or whatever. Yeah. You know, they could, you'll lose fingers and shit with a coyote or a wild dog. Right. The worst thing a cat does is it just like claws the shit out of you and it's like, that sucked. For sure. Yeah, yeah. You're fine. But I could I, I could think of literally a hundred ways to kill a cat. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? So maybe maybe groundbreaking on the, the idea of like at the pound for a cat. Yeah. 
get a hundred of them and release them back into the city. Release all cats back into the city. Yeah. Like, New York talks about how they have... Have you seen that fucking one rat they found in, in the New York subway, like, yeah. two weeks ago? No, 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 th- I, no, I haven't seen that. I've, I've seen the documents. Rats? This fucking rat, Joe, looked like... Um, who's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fucking sensei? Um, fuck. Uh, Splinter? Sh- sh- uh, Splinter. Master Splinter. Splinter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Master this Splinter. This fucking thing looked like Master Splinter took its clothes off. Oh, it was shit. No, no smaller than, from tail to nose, the width of this table. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was like 35 oh. fucking pounds. No, no way. A no, rat? Rats are getting, like, rats are getting way bigger. Dude, in New York. that's They're becoming gross. a for real problem. And that's why I say putting cats down at the pound. Fuck that. Yeah. Release those shits back into the city. Yeah. If you see a cat wandering down the street, like, hook it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it... just, yeah. Because those things will fucking kill rats. Oh, definitely. They'll hunt rats. Yeah. You could even start, like, <clears throat> working on, like, the evolution of training like a thousand cats to just hunt and kill rats like in a facility yeah this is getting crazy but no this is i mean i this like is it. where <laughs> yeah this is this is, this is where cues. we need to be this yeah. is where we need to be <laughs> yeah this is our sweet spot uh you could get these cats and train them to kill rats for like a year and then have them make more cats like kittens and have them train rats and then just release that fleet into new york yeah and then just see what happens because like, let's really talk about the worst case scenario here. Yeah. Either A, you have packs of cats that can maybe kind of fuck you up. Maybe. Yeah. B, like, hella people run over cats with their cars. That sucks. It's sad. But they're wild cats and there's more coming. Right, 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 right. There's more down the pipeline. Yeah. And C, I guess they 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 can they are able to like get into your house. Yeah. Like, that one orange cat that has literally been, like, pestering oh, yeah. this block for a decade. Yeah. It'll just come in and kick it. Yeah. But it's not a mean cat. It's no, It's like no, somebody's no. domestic. It's like somebody's pet. Yeah. And it just wanders around our neighborhood and just walks into people's houses. Yeah. Which is questionable at best. You right, right. really, really... You have to watch what you're doing with that cat because any opportunity gets... As, if you're a nice neighbor to that particular cat in yeah. our neighborhood... Yeah, it's a rogue cat. He will post up. Yeah, he'll come chill. But if you release, yeah, a thousand cats into New York, yeah, like let's go. Yeah, why not? Let's go. Let's start killing rats. Like, let's let's stop. Let's start forgetting about poison. Nothing exterminators are doing are fixing the problem at all. No, at this point, like, no, not at all. There's not a single thing that they can do to alleviate, even alleviate the pressure a little bit. Right. For the rat problem. Yeah. So this this was not a bad idea. The dog one. I just, the I, dog one is a bad idea. It so the idea itself wasn't terrible. It was the species that I got wrong. Right. So yeah. So we'll just you know cross out dogs. Add add cats. We're in business. Problem solved. We're in business. Yeah, I like that. I think we should actually do this. Yeah, we should like pitch this idea to I don't know. Then Sounds somebody like a... smarter than you and I combined will be like, this is the fucking reason you don't put cats in <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you know, we, we're just trying it. Whatever. I'd rather have a fuck. I I would gladly walk out of here and see like five cats just staring at me. Yeah. Like, here's the thing is when the cats become a problem, guess what takes care of the cats? Raccoons. Yeah. And they're everywhere. Oh, ev- yeah. They're and they're meaner than cats. Definitely. And they can kill dogs. Yeah. They, so, they look at you like they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They're like, what are you doing here? You're like, I live here. The amount like, of times you. that I've gone eye to eye with a fucking raccoon that clearly doesn't give a shit about me, it's no. uncountable. Yeah. Uncountable amount of time. They'll disrespect you in your own house. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah they're like, what, bitch? What do you want? Yeah. Like, Wait, well, I live here. Yeah. Wrong. Don't care. Yeah, they should be scumbag of the year now. No. Fucking raccoons. <laughs> Damn raccoons! Wait, there's one uh, thing you can you can keep talking. There's one thing that I wanted to get to. Uh, a separate question, okay. all all entirely. But this was brought on by Los. Um, um, I do have a scumbag of the year nominee. Okay, talk for to December. Me. So, just a reminder, scumbag of the year 
We're going to do one every month. We've only been doing this for three months, which is crazy to think that we've only been doing this for three months. Right. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, uh, Scumbag of the Year nominee for October was the family that locked the fucking toddler in the cage with the python. Um, I can hear it coming through. Uh, so, they yeah, there's the Scumbag of the Year nominee for October is the family... That locked the kid in the uh, the cage with the python and the double wide trailer with like 500 animals. Yeah, two cats only. Yeah. And then the scumbag of the year for November was the cop who was planting meth on people and then chumming it up with them as if it wasn't that big of a deal. Right. The scumbag of the year for December of 2020. And this is a real one. Now, this this happened back in 2012. But I read this story, and this is so bad that they're getting the nominee for this one. Um, 61-year-old Jackie Brosia received a kidney transplant from her employee, Debbie Stevens, who is 47-year-old. <clears throat> she then proceeded to fire her because her recovery took too long. Did we did we talk about did we go over this? No. You're sure? I'm Maybe you and I talked about it in we private. We talked about it in private. Yeah. And I just never brought it up. What a what an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. You can be worse than that, right? Yeah. You really can't. So apparently I read deeper into it and it the story was worded really poorly, but and and we'll, we won't touch too far on this is the the scumbag of the year nominee for December. Yeah. She apparently uh, hired the lady for the kidney transplant. What? Yeah. And then she's like, uh, I might need a kidney from you. Or, no, the lady was like, the lady was like, well, if you need a kidney, like, hit me up, like, as a joke. And she's like, I might take you up on that. And then, like, a week later, it was like, I need your kidney. Damn. And the lady, um, Debbie Stevens, the person who they took the kidney from, was just a nice lady. Yeah. She was like, I wasn't even doing it to get a promotion at work. I was just doing it because it seemed like the right thing to do. Yeah. And then got fired because the recovery took. So she's like, you gave me a piece of shit kidney. What a fucking, what if she was, what if she like got like the kidney and was just like, yeah, well, you know, no take backs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, finders keepers, you know? Yeah. Like, this is my kidney. Now. This one, this one's in me. Oh, you mean my kidney? Yeah. Like, <laughs> mm, I believe it's in my body. So. Okay. So we'll do some posts on Instagram about the scumbags of the year. Yeah. And then see, we'll put a poll up and see who said it. And then the very last episode that we record, which will be on uh, December 28th, we will make the announcement and drop that episode January 4th. Yeah. Scumbag of the year is. Drum roll, please. Mm hmm. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so what's uh what Carlos got for? Dude, <clears throat> I can't also I cannot express to you how much I miss Carlos and Jack. Oh. Because of this yeah. COVID thing. Yeah. COVID's fuck I mean, obviously COVID has killed over a million people. It's fucking ruined businesses. It's done a lot of like bad shit. Yeah. But a really bad thing it's done is not being able to have them here. Yeah. Dude, it sucks. It really bums me out. I'm glad that you and I Anyways, what did Carlos give yeah. to us? <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm going to have you uh, just, like, look at this real quick. Okay. So, it's basically you have, like, of, there's nine options total, okay. and you have to remove two of them, and you can never have them again. Now, because you're not drinking, you can, you know, I, like... I have to do six. Yeah, you'll, you'll, yeah. Or, you know, you can just, like, pretend that, like, the alcoholic choices are not there, Right. And just go with like okay. the food choices. So, so yeah. Let, okay, let the I people see. Know. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. so Joe just showed me a picture and it's remove two from your life forever, and it's nine choices: beer, pizza, wings, pasta, burger, liquor, wine, tacos, and fries. Now, also, did you see what Carlos chose to remove from his life forever? It's lunacy. Uh, His were wine, wine and, and pasta. pasta. Wow. Very disrespectful. Yeah. Very, how dare you, sir? Yeah. But I understand from his point of view. But that's oh. also lunacy to me. Right. 
carry on. Yeah, wine and pasta, but that for, that's crazy to you because like your two favorite things are like not wine but pasta. Oh, like, it's my and having a nice glass of wine with oh, a pasta. Come on, I like having a glass of wine while doing the dishes. Oh yeah, you, you know do. what I mean. Like yeah. oh, you're come you're on. a classy guy, dude. I'm a like I'm a hashtag real housewife basically yeah. at this point. You're like it's wine thirty. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. If I had, like, a fucking stupid sign that said that. Right. So my options, because I don't drink anymore, we're taking beer, wine, and liquor out. So my options, if I have to remove pizza, wings, pasta, burgers, tacos, fries. Um, two forever. Two forever. You never I, get them again. Right. So fries is definitely one of them. Easily. Okay. Fries, get rid of them. Not, I'm, there's no love lost there. You don't really fuck with fries. I do, but... Out of all the other things, like okay. between tacos, burgers, pizza, pasta, and wings, like fries plays the what's the back fiddle? Is that what it's called? The third fiddle, something like that. It it sits in the back seat. Okay, okay. It's not the same. Okay. Um, burger, it's staying. Pasta has to stay. My wife makes basically only the best pasta, so I can't. Yeah. Not have her right, pasta. Right. Tacos make me. Real wet. Yeah, but is it tacos in Mexican food, or is it just tacos? I think it's just tacos. Okay. Fuck. I think I'm going to get rid of tacos. Ooh. But because there's so many good Mexican. like That's true. That's true. Tacos, That's kind of a loophole. Right. It's like, you can't have tacos. Can I have carne asada? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's like, fair. I can't have, like, a street taco? That's good with me. I'm fine with not having a street taco ever again. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. I don't care. But, like, pizza, that's a hard no in... I don't even get wings that often, but when I do, it's an absolute treat. Right, I right, love right. wings, especially yeah. with a good like ranch or a blue cheese. Dip that bitch in, mm-hmm. and I don't like buffalo wings. No, you don't. I'm like a barbecue wing guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a spicy wing guy. Yeah, oh, big time. But I, yeah, so yeah, tacos and fries. Yeah, those are. I mean, those are like good choices. From how you've go ahead. If tacos actually make, if tacos is all Mexican food. Then it's then it's fries and wings. Yeah, because Mexican food's like my second favorite food. Right. Oh, yeah. definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like Azteca. Yeah. You'll throw down on like basically anything between like fourth meal and then fill in the blank. Yeah. Like fourth, fourth meal. Fourth meal at the lowest, you'll go hard in the paint for, and then the nicest possible like Mexican joint, you'll go hard in the paint for. Yeah. But both the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say it's your favorite food. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I love a good burger, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love a good turkey sando. You fuck. You fuck. All right. What's yours? <clears throat> so I've thought I've thought a lot about this, and like the first one, uh, first one I'm going without is going to be wings, okay. and it's not because I don't like I I like wings a lot, but I get them so rarely. Like I might have them two. Three times a year tops. So losing them isn't a big deal to you. It's just, I don't have it that often anyway. Like when I do, like you were saying, it's like a nice treat. But also, I don't really get appetizers. Right. So, and it's like, to have that as a meal is like, that's eh, kind of like weird. I like them, yeah, but. it is what it is. It's, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to just like shit myself over them. Yeah. Now, I thought I, there was no chance of me getting rid of fries. Just because like, you know, you have a burger and fries. Yeah. Always. But now that you bring it up. Right. I might have to go no fries. Yeah. Because here's the thing. I'm not getting rid of pasta. I'm not getting rid of wine. I'm not getting rid of burgers or tacos. That's for sure. I guess, well, hmm, definitely not getting rid of pizza. Let's, let's. <laughs> I don't even know why that's on there. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's not be perverted. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's beer and liquor and fries. I think the fries might have to go. Yeah. You know, so fries I, and wings. I want to keep my options open, not because I'm drinking beer, liquor, and wine all the time, but it's like wine is for like a certain occasion. Yeah. If I'm, you know, if if it's a, I don't know, Fourth of July party, I'm gonna have a couple beers with the boys. Of course. You know, of and then course. for liquor, maybe I want to make like a fun drink. You know, maybe I want to have a nice white Russian. Or I don't maybe know. you want to take a shot of whiskey. Maybe. Like, what the fuck? You yeah. know, I'm an American. I pay taxes. Yeah, if let you, me do it. If you are a person who drinks. Like, yeah. don't get rid of any three of those. You know? It's like... When I drank, I loved having wine. You know what I liked to do? Was take a shot of whiskey and, like, have a nice cup of rosé. Yeah. Like, yeah. get the party started with some whiskey, mm-hmm. and then just kind of sip on some rosé. Get those wheels turning. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck that. Don't get rid of any of the booze. 
Yeah. So I'm going to go uh, wings and fries. I'm not happy about getting rid of the fries, yeah. but, you know. Yeah. yeah there, there's so many other potatoes that I can really fuck with. Right. You know, right. Well, that's the up. thing. Excuse me. Um, We're recording this, like, later than usual because we actually did do uh, – we'll get into that in a second. What I was going to say is if you get rid of fries, you can get rings. Right. Right. And you can get curly fries, too. Yeah. Well, I think it's like it's all fries. Fry. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, okay. But if I really need. Tater tots. Right. Yeah. Tater tots. Or, like, if I really needed, like, a a potato fix in, like. Chip. Chip. Oh, for sure. Yeah. See, these are workarounds, baby. Dude, and also, if you haven't ever had, like, like gourmet, like, house made chips, bomb. They're so good. They're so crunchy. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. But so okay, so we are gonna wrap up the episode here. Um, we were able to have my brother, who is a nurse, come in, and we did our P's and Q's movie res- movie review episode three tonight before we recorded this episode. With that being said, we're running late here, but. The P's and Q's movie review will be dropping on Spotify and iTunes December 25th. That's another important day. What uh, what happens on December 25th? Well, I know for sure it's um, Sir Isaac Newton's birthday and Is Jesus's. it actually? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Merry Christmas to you guys. You're going to have an episode drop on Christmas. It's a movie review. I know the other two movie reviews haven't been as good as I would have liked them to be, or probably you would have liked them to be. China Salesman, let's just mark that off as a loss. But this one is actually really, really good. Yeah. My brother comes in studio, and we go through every hit that Marv and Harry take in Home Alone 1 and 2, and he discusses the... Uh, injuries that they could potentially or more than likely would sustain from those injuries. Right. It's definitely probably the most interesting episode that we've recorded as far as like... It's the most educational. For for sure. sure. Without a doubt. Easily. Yeah. And my brother, uh, he was fucking natural, which was pretty weird, but not really weird. He's he's always good at shit. You know, so... I hope you guys can uh, enjoy that. Keep your eyes open for that Christmas Day coming out. Other than that, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe on Spotify, iTunes. Hit us up at uh, Official P's and Q's. We do have the 1,000-person challenge going right now. So if you can get us to 1,000 followers on Instagram by the end of this year. So... Midnight, January 30, or January 1st, uh, January 31st, January 1st, December 31st, Jesus. yeah, December 31st, January 1st, yeah, so get us to a thousand followers, December 1st, December 31st, by midnight, we, Joe and I, are going to be running Green Lake in Speedos, New Year's Day. Not stoked about it. Joe's stoked about it, it was actually originally his idea. Definitely wasn't. Okay, so other than that, you got anything else, Joe? Happy Hanukkah. We ha- are in the middle of Hanukkah, so happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Happy Hanukkah to ha- happy Hanukkah to our Jewish brethren. Yes. All right. Love you guys. Love you. To the float out, you already know though. No, no. It's Adam Ville for real. You see it, ho.